today is Tuesday, January 10th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcement is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Last night, the House of Representatives voted to pass their new rules package, which will govern the next two years under Speaker Kevin McCarthy's Republican majority. As was reported earlier, the new rules will allow just one member to call for a vote to repeal McCarthy's speakership, allows Congress members 72 hours before voting on a bill, constrains the options to raise the debt limit, can't wait for that conversation, and establishes committees on the weaponization of the FBI, DOJ, and CIA. That's in addition to giving the House the ability to strip specific members of the Biden administration of their salaries, as well as add any riders they want to appropriations bills. They also plan to appoint some of the most far-right members of the Freedom Caucus to seats and chairperson roles on very desirable committees. For example, Representative Scott Perry, who featured prominently in the January 6th report for his role in shepherding the fake electors plan, says that he will be sitting on a committee that will investigate the January 6th investigation and has no intention of recusing himself. Like an M.C. Escher sketch of regime change. And while in reality, the Republican House majority won't be able to actually get any new legislation passed, thanks to the Democratic control of the Senate and the White House, you can be sure that our lower legislature is going to be transformed into a true circus. The Cirque du McCarthy. Now that we have a clear picture of the world as it will be with the slim five-member Republican majority, our next story is about one among that party of five, the representative who calls himself George Santos. Yesterday, a nonpartisan organization known as the Campaign Legal Center filed a complaint with the Federal Elections Commission, accusing George Santos of a smattering of campaign finance violations, including, but not limited to, hiding the true source of his campaign's funding, misrepresenting his campaign spending, and using campaign resources to cover personal expenses, as they always do. The central question is where Santos got the $700,000 that he loaned his own campaign, despite having only reported $55,000 in earned income during his 2020 congressional run, just two years earlier. The campaign also reported nearly 80 expenses that were just a few cents under $200, which is the threshold where candidates are required to keep receipts and invoices. Suspicious for the obvious reason. This complaint is important because it could ultimately lead to a formal investigation by the FEC, who it appears can take a number behind the several other new investigations into the person who calls himself George Santos. It looks like our January surprise is here. Reporting from CBS News has revealed that Attorney General Merrick Garland has assigned a U.S. attorney in Chicago to review approximately 10 classified documents that were found at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement in Washington, D.C. The documents were turned over by President Biden's own personal lawyers after they found them in a locked cabinet while they were moving out of an office on November 2nd. The documents were found in a folder inside a box with other unclassified papers. The White House Counsel's Office notified the National Archives, which took possession of the materials. The U.S. Attorney will now examine how the documents got from Biden's vice presidential office to the Penn-Biden Center, because it certainly didn't sprout little classified legs and walk there. And while the level of classification and subjects of these documents hasn't been reported, 
A source told CBS News that they did not contain nuclear secrets. Those can be found in Gretchen Wiener's hair. Just a day after his very own insurrection, Brazil's ex-president Jair Bolsonaro was admitted to a hospital in Orlando with abdominal pain. Mm, sounds a lot like a post-coup hangover to me. Maybe get an IV. And finally for today, Bolsonaro was lucky he wasn't in New York because more than 7,000 nurses at two major New York City hospitals went on strike yesterday over pay issues and staffing shortages, which ultimately lead to worse patient care. This comes as hospitals are experiencing a surge of winter admissions due to COVID, flu, and RSV. In emergency rooms where union leaders say that nurses can sometimes care for as many as 18 patients at a time. Sorry, management. 7 p.m. clapping sessions aren't going to magically create more hands to take your blood pressure with. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to check out our premium Extra Extra episodes, where I deep dive on less covered but extremely intriguing topics. And of course, please rate and review the morning announcements on your favorite podcast app to help keep us growing in 2023. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.